All right. Hey, everybody. This is Kevin Beckett with MD Alignment. Uh, I will be running Rolling Toe Show today, and as soon as Mike calls in, he'll be joining us, but he is still on the road to recovery. And and let's see. Yeah, as we say, this is the Rolling Toe Show. It's February, what's the state? 8th of 2024, and we're happy to be here again. An exciting week has happened. Another exciting week is going to happen in the MD alignment world. And I guess that sounds like fun uh, announcements for Kevin Rutherford and the rest of them. Uh, Let's see. We've got a couple of callers here, but again, I'm going to go ahead and wait for Mike to get in. Uh, other things that are going on important in the world of MD alignment and rolling toe. Let's see. I am trying to put together. It's a a thing for our uh, customers. Our customers being the alignment providers to hand to the their customers, which would be the drivers, to give them a guide for just a simple uh, booklet for uh, managing their own tire wear and handling through the life of their tires so that they they get the most out of the alignment that they just received. Uh, This is going to have QR codes so you can go to videos that we have made about the subjects that we're talking about. I know the subjects that I want in there are inflation. As you all know, that's very important to me. How a truck is supposed to handle um, what to do when you see tire wear you don't expect or when you see you get handling you don't expect. And um, let's see, a, a couple of other topics. I <clears throat> Mike isn't calling in, and I just need one second to make sure he's got the same number as last time. Okay. Uh, yeah, he's still not in, but surely he will be soon. <laughs> All right. Um, uh, yeah, still nothing. And oh, there he is. All right. Mike, are you there? I'm here now. Mike I kept going here. to the app. I kept going to the app and pushing the call in button, and I went into Kevin Rutherford's holding. And well, it is. It's, it's yeah, trucking business and beyond. Yeah. But but I I called in twice and nobody knew I was there. Huh. Okay. All right. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I need to, I have a smaller screen than I used to because I'm using a laptop now here in the studios of the headquarters of MD alignment. And I have to scroll down to see things that have not been, um, uh, uh, what do you say? Screened. (laughs) So I didn't see him down there. Anyway, he's in now. We're here. Yep. And, uh, all right, how's your, how's your week going? My week's going just fine. The doctor says I'm progressing nicely, and hopefully in a couple of weeks I'll be having full weight on the foot. And a month after that, I should have my brain transplant done, and then I'll be all fine. The brain transplant's the important part. I think so. Uh, it's every time you work on your ankle, if you don't get a brain transplant, you're really not completing the job. That's right. 
Did I tell everybody that we're not doctors? We actually only do trucks. We're only alignments. So don't take our medical advice. Never take it seriously anyway. We're truck chiropractors. (laughs) Right, right. That's a a decent way of saying it. It it speaks to our level of education. All right. I don't know about that. Okay. Okay. Uh, all right. So what? Uh, let's see. Anything new for the uh, for the listeners in in? Well, in you've been giving world. me magazines to read about trucking stuff that's going on. Looking for things to discuss. Right. And in the latest magazine I saw, there was a insert about technology things that the fleets are doing and a survey of how many are doing what and stuff like that in the technology area. And yeah. I saw three things in there that I thought should be applicable to owner-operators and small fleets that they may or may not be doing. And the okay. first one was GPS tracking systems that can be put on the truck and the trailer so that if the vehicle's stolen, you know where it is. All right. And I keep seeing things on Facebook about, you know, this truck got stolen and that trailer got stolen. Has anybody seen it? And I got to thinking, you know, you know, for six or seven hundred bucks, this might be a great thing to put on the truck or the trailer in some hidden location, mm-hmm. so you can find stupid things. Right, right. I'm That's a, you, know, you should be using it for your keys. Right. Whatever. Well, they don't need yeah. the keys to steal the truck. Well, no, no. But you might need it. Uh, I need the keys to uh, <laughs> a tracker to follow the stupid dog, so I don't have to have a leash. Right. That would be helpful. Yeah. So anyway, I was curious how many owner operators or small fleets are actually considering or using something like that. I thought that would be interesting. Okay. okay? What's the GPS second experience thing, of people here? All right. Yeah. The second thing was dash cams to protect themselves for things that happen in front of them in traffic so they don't get blamed. Okay? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I, I I know years ago in Houston and Chicago, it was a big thing about <clears throat> cars pulling in front of trucks and slamming on the brakes and letting the truck hit them. And then they sue the trucker for everything he's got. And, and you know, a dash cam would solve that kind of stuff. So I was wondering how many people are actually doing that. Sure. Okay? Right. <clears throat> the okay. third thing. All right. Is I heard years ago that the tire companies were looking at putting RFD tr- uh, sensors in the tires so that they could be identified and and inflation could be checked and temperatures could be checked. And I thought it might be a great way to track stolen tires. Yeah, so find out where they are in Mexico. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You hear about (laughs) fleets dropping trailers off at Laredo and El Paso and the trucks going across the border and coming back with completely different tires than they went down with. And so those are the three things I was curious. How many of our listeners are aware of and and doing or considering something like those. Right. Okay. Well, very interesting. Anybody with any uh, input on that uh, for for Mike and I here at the Rolling Toe Show, we would uh, we would appreciate that. <clears throat> and I would also appreciate anybody, especially as I went over that uh, checklist or the uh, booklet for people that uh, just got an alignment. Anybody, especially the people that have had a, a great and successful experience with their alignment and their tire life. Uh, what they think that uh, the other drivers need to um, hear or to know specifically uh, for that list. 
All right. Okay, we got a couple of calls here. Been waiting, and uh, we better go ahead and get to them. The first one here is uh, it says it's from Quebec, which uh, hopefully they speak the language. We don't know. Uh, we'll see. Oh, go ahead. Okay, are you there? Hi, hello. Yeah, yep. I'm okay. here. It's Daniel from Quebec, Montreal, Canada. So yes. I'm trying to do my best in English to understand you guys, <laughs> and I'm trying to do. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, no problem. Okay, no wait, problem. Wait, wait a minute. Before you ask your questions, yes, payment sir. for answers is accepted from you with maple syrup. Well, oh yes, in maple syrup, right? If we yeah, could just yeah, get it in maple syrup. Yeah, I understand. So okay, right. no, we're, we're serious. We're serious. You send us maple syrup, <laughs> you'll get all the answers you want. <laughs> okay, great. Thank you. So I follow you guys for a long time, for a long time, for a right. while. I have a good friend that recommended uh, recommended to me the application, you know, that I installed on the phone about uh, Kevin Rutherford and his uh, shows, podcasts, I can say. So um, finally, my question is, I get it uh, Cascadia 2019 for two years. It's a uh, list to buy for my company. Mm -hmm. uh, sure. so last year in February, I stopped in Laredo. <coughs> there in Laredo. Oh, with, a brand new tech, with a brand new system of alignment and everything. And I saw a big issue on my tires of uh, outsiders started to use outsiders of the tire. I said, okay, I'm going to stop there. I will change my tires on the steering. And they asked me which kind of tire you wish. I said, okay, let's be Firestone, let's say, uh, FS591. Uh, yeah, they said, okay, I agree with you. And they started to make the alignment. Finally, I get the report, the printed one. I said, okay, I paid for that. Let's say it's going to be good. Now, at around 120,000 miles mm -hmm. uh, running with those tires, I get it the left side one, the driver's side on the steering. Inside, there's about two inch, maybe three inch, it's almost finished. Mm -hmm. uh, okay. Well, how much is left one, on the rest of the tire? Uh, the pressure? No. How much How much uh, tire is left on the rest of the tire? Oh, it's uh, almost nothing <laughs> in the inside of one. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's and almost nothing. It's almost scratched, you know. And okay. What about the right front tire? The right side tire, it's almost brand new. It's looking like brand new. I don't know okay. what is happening, but the left sider one, as I said, it's inside about two, three inch, almost finished. It's like a mm -hmm. Formula One tire. Yeah. And outside, yeah, that one, outside, is looking to be almost brand new. I don't know what is happening, but it's only the left sider one, the driver's mm -hmm. side of one. What kind of alignment equipment did they use to align your truck? Brand new uh, believe me, it was something, no, no, it was in Laredo, it was something like uh, laser machines with a screen looking like a brand new system alignment. Yep. Uh, I said, okay, I trust you guys, I have no choice. Mm. It's looking to be okay. a great one. I didn't know if you have MD alignment there, but finally I uh, met Harry in Laredo. And uh, I talked with him. He, pre he showed me that in a Freiliner dealer, the, you guys already have a, a dealer there, MD alignment. I said, wow, my God. And me, I already spent 250 bucks on that uh, right. alignment. Mm -hmm. uh, so now my question is, why it's happening that 
kind of damage to my tire just on the left side. The right side one, as I said, it's looking like a brand new. Hmm. 120,000 miles. Well, let me ask you a question here. Let me just go over one thing real quick. And I'm going to be including this on my little chart of things that you should be expecting once you get an alignment. Mm -hmm. And the first and most Mm -hmm. important thing is uh, when you're driving down the highway after you've had your alignment on a nice flat stretch of road with no wind, driving about 60 miles an hour in the right lane, in the middle of the lane, if you let go of the steering wheel, it should take just more than two seconds before the vehicle finally gives into gravity and the right tire meets the white line. How fast does that happen in your truck? In the first lane, like uh, now, yeah. I can let the steering and uh, it's moving maybe in around five seconds. It's moving on five the right seconds. side. Okay, it's a, yeah. so you got the guidance that you wanted, but you're not getting the life that you wanted. That's a, that's a, That means there's more going on than just thrust and toe. You've got new additional mm-hmm. problems. What year is the track? 2019. 2019. Yeah, that's five years old. Um, is, is there any feathered wear on the left front tire? It's a what? Sorry, excuse me. My connection, I'm on I-70 to Indianapolis. It's a little bit bad. So <laughs> okay, what, what I want you to do, what I want you to do is yeah. I want you to put the truck on cruise control, uh-huh. and I want mm-hmm. you to get out the door and hang around the side and slide your hand back and forth across that steer tire to see if there's any feathered wear. Right, toward and away from the frame. Now, this is uh, this mm-hmm. is I-70. It's, there's a couple of straight patches of road there. Might be long enough for you to get this done. Yeah, it's, it's bad. <laughs> it's really bad. Yeah. And, uh, you know, yeah. something, uh, I forgot to mention something, you know, that uh, guy, the, the technician yes. there, he moved the steering wheel that after that. Now, I said, right. hey, man, my steering wheel, it's angled around 20 degrees. He said, no, oh, no problem. Yeah. I will change the position. Mm-hmm. He just changed the position 20 degrees on the right side. Right. And, yeah, 20 degrees on the right side. And after that, he fixing the steering wheel, and everything is good. Right. Everything was okay. good, you, but up to my you, yes. Do you know what feathered wear is? Shoo. Can you repeat? Sorry. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Feathered wear. Yeah. I'm worried if there's feathered wear on the left front tire. You find the feather wear when you're parked. You put your hand on mm-hmm. top of the tire, pressure on your mm-hmm. hand, slide yeah. your hand across toward the frame, Slide your hand. Yeah, back you out. can feel it. You can feel yeah. it like you feel it stretching. sharp when you go in, right? Your hand. Yeah, yeah. yeah when you go in. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So the alignment is not correct. Right. If you ever get feathering. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So there's a lot of reasons that you can end up with a misalignment, even though you've got an alignment. You paid for an alignment. You've, uh, they've got different standards for what a good or bad alignment is. And uh, if you tweak the caster here and you add shims there and you turn the toe this way and you look at the screen and wait until it gets to the green, you can end up with what appears to be a good alignment, what they say is a good alignment, what feels like a good alignment, but it's not saving your tires for nothing. So that's, um, that's why we have a completely different approach. It's a yeah. results-oriented approach to alignment. We want the tires to wear out perfect. That's the goal. Mm-hmm. We, uh, we don't want to satisfy the screen or the computer. We want to satisfy the tires. That'll that'll mm-hmm. get you the save you the money that you expected from the alignment. That's that's really yeah. why and how it happened. Oh my God! 
Well, now I have to replace. I have to change both tires and seeing again. So mm. again, around twelve hundred, maybe fifteen hundred bucks. Well, I would, well if, uh, if if the right front tire looks good, I would just buy a new Firestone to go on the left front. Yes, there's no need to yeah, change. Yeah, because the ones, the one on the right side, as I said, is looking almost like brand new. It's mm -hmm. yeah. nothing. It's Re looking like perfect. Yeah, yeah I, have a, I have a whole and I'm, excuse seminar. There's a YouTube uh, video. That where I go over this specific topic in detail, um, right mm -hmm. the, from the beginning of the the seminar to about I don't know 20 minutes in, it covers how this happened, why it happened, and uh, then what we're going to do to fix it. Mm. So well, I would I'm going to guys... refresher training on YouTube yeah. on our MD alignment replace, channel. Replace just the left front tire and then have an MD alignment done, and that should take care of it. Yeah. yeah. I will look for you guys in Michigan because for many times I'm passing in Michigan uh, from Windsor to Detroit and after that Michigan, Ohio and some other states. And I will look for you guys to find your address, to find your mm -hmm. shop. Maybe I need an appointment. I have no idea. I, I have an idea the time that I'm leaving, but I have no idea the time that I'm passing there. So it's right. going to be yeah. a little bit tough for me to find an appointment. Well, you, know, you, uh, you know how to find them on our website, right? Mm-hmm. No. Yes, right. go, to our, go to our website, mdalign.com, go to the shop mm -hmm. locator, and there's a, yeah. there's a you can if you have a computer you can look at it on a Google map, but otherwise there's a there's a mm -hmm. list of all the shops and mm -hmm. uh if you just decide which one you want to get want to get to on your route, then call them first. Call them right away. Yeah. And tell them you're gonna be yes. coming through on X day, maybe near there, and then see if they can schedule you in. You know, every time I'm keeping around 110, 115 uh, pressure, I'm cold. Good. Somewhere good. around 110, 115. Uh, even if it's coming, uh, I think it's coming because you know Canada, Quebec, we have uh, cold winters. Uh, I'm trying to do my best to keep the pressure on the, that temperature, like around 5 degrees or uh, 10 degrees or maybe around 20 degrees Fahrenheit uh, I'm talking about. So I'm trying yep. to do my best to keep the pressure. Yeah, keep like, it way up. Add another five pounds. Keep it up to at least 120. Yeah, I, I wanted to go 120, but for many times I'm going down to the to Laredo, Texas, or maybe in the in the Texas state because it's no. too much hot. My, no, don't, uh, no, my no, no. The, you no. don't you don't decrease pressure because it's hot. Leave it up. <clears throat> Leave it at 120. Mm -hmm. When it's hot, you need okay. uh, extra pressure, and when it's cold, you need extra pressure in both conditions. Mm -hmm. In all conditions, mm -hmm. you need extra pressure. If you're going to drive fast, you need extra pressure. If you're going to drive slow, you need extra pressure. There's never a time yeah. when you need to worry about taking air out, so just add air. Okay. Okay, so okay. as I said, I try to do my best in English because yeah. I'm a French speaker, but I try to do my best in English, no? We're doing <laughs> just fine. Yeah, I hear it a lot of good things about you. I keep it in touch with Henry, with Joel, online. I met it Henry in Laredo. We have it a nice conversation there about mechanical things. I almost spent it 30 years in the truck mechanical jobs in my country. Originally, I'm coming from Eastern Europe, from Romania. Okay. Uh, you know, uh, the truck is like a baby for me, but that, the only thing that I, I was... I have it, the idea, like maybe it's a kingpin issue that's going only on the insider tire. It's going to be damaged, you know. I said that's in yeah. my mind, but I just passed it the inspection last year in September. The annual inspection, it was perfect. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. So. No, this, is, this is just alignment. 
This is just alignment. This is no problem. Right. Yeah, I'll try. Yeah, I'll try to buy only one tire and uh, yep. to keep it space with me. And um, since when I coming back when I'm when I'm going home, and after that I'm uh, checking for another trip back to Michigan or maybe to Texas. I'm uh, I'm going straight on the website. I try to call you guys to make something. I have Centromatics balancers. Good. Bought it from the last year since when I installed the tires. Didn't well, if you, the issue, you know. Yeah, if, if you're going through southern Michigan in Livonia, Michigan, there's a, a Livonia, Michigan yeah, MD alignment. The border, yeah. yeah, Michigan MD alignment there. That's uh, Jim Fowler. He's a really great guy. He can take care he's of you. Not Liv- yeah. He's not in Livonia. It's not Livonia? <laughs> no, he's over in the western yeah. half of the state. Western half. Oh, okay. Yes. Either way, it's near the border. <laughs> yeah. 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 So he's not far away from the border. Right. No, not far. Okay. Not far. Mm-hmm. No. All right. We we nice uh, yeah. I really appreciate your help, and I uh, hope to see you very soon. I I'm gonna keep in touch with you guys because I'm, right, uh, I'm already very very embarrassed about that. 120,000 miles. My left steering. Uh, my left steering tire is finished. No. 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 That's pretty yeah. quick. Yeah. Okie dokie. Yeah, it's pretty. Okie dokie. Right. Have we'll a good day, guys. I wish yep. you all the best. Yep. Bye bye. All right. All right. Yeah, our next caller will probably know. He's uh, he's out of Ionia, Michigan. So uh, this is Kim. Um, I think I've seen him on Facebook. <clears throat> uh, come on, pick up. There it goes. Hello, yeah. Kim. Hey, good morning. Yeah, Jim yeah. is over in Allen, Michigan, just uh, a little bit. Yep. Right at the central yeah. lower. End of Michigan. Yep. Right by yep. The, right by Coldwater. Mm-hmm. Yep. Call Jim a couple of days in advance, and he'll get that guy taken care of. Hey, I've got a an idea for these these people that go to the turn top alignment shops. So yeah. MD Alignment is like the gourmet hamburger place, and you mm-hmm. keep okay. going to McDonald's, and you're having dietary issues, and you don't know why you're having dietary issues. You're not going to the gourmet place. Right. <laughs> You keep loading up on those Big Macs instead of, you know, a nice grass-fed big day. There you anyway, go. that's what I had to say about that. Yep. I am, I am willing to agree those. with that. I am a five, guys. There are McDonald's. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Hey, so I, I'm still in searching for TPS monitor. The one that mm-hmm. I had just finally completely died. Mm-hmm. And when I call the company, it's actually the guy who bought this, bought it, um, the previous owner of my truck. I've only had this truck for nine months. But he took it off his RV and put it on. So when I'm trying to call around to find out who makes this one, it's actually, he got it from General RV. Well, I want to get one that's trucking specific. Mm-hmm. But I'm not finding where. Um, I called Jim over there, MD. I asked Pittsburgh Power, and yep. So this is I'm calling you guys to find out who would where I would get one. <laughs> we have so no idea. Yeah, we've been. Oh, okay. We were we were asked to be an installer for Continental at one point, but it wasn't. It was. It's not something I can pick up. I, I just don't have time. So uh, oh, okay. yeah, the, the, I don't know if you're not a fleet. I don't know which group you're going to be able to have doing the work. 
No, no, wait, okay. let me let me well, let me well, verify what says, we're talking about. Well, let me verify okay. what we're talking about here. Are you talking about a GPS system to track your truck? No, or you TPMS. About... Yeah, tire oh, pressure monitor system. Got yeah. it. Okay. It looks okay. like it, this one runs with just the the valve stem. So you put yeah. you take the the center out. So I can install yeah. it easy enough. Just replace the valve stems and uh, plug in the box. And it also so has like you... a, a a satellite in the bunk area, so it reads the back tires. If that's what you want, A, I know that Marshall McCoskey over in Nebraska does that. He sells those. But if you don't get to Nebraska, just go on Amazon. You can order them straight from Amazon and put them on. Oh, okay. And that would be the Pressure Pro, basically. Pressure Pro? Pressure Pro or Durand. And and they work, and they're plug-and-play. You just screw them on your valve stem. you got this little black knob there. You put a deal up in the cab, hook it into a hot wire, and you're good to go. Right. Now, there's okay. there's other ways you can install it inside the tire, but that's uh, uh, more money and more time. Yeah, but oh, that's that, the Cadillacs. Right. That's the Cadillacs. And that Continental... Well, would that interfere the with that the I equal think. that's in the tires? No, because the sensor does not have a hole in it that the pressure goes into. It has a plate that the pressure pushes against. So nothing goes inside oh, okay. the sensor. So okay. that, that would work fine. Yeah, and it doesn't, it doesn't it, if you have any kind of a dynamic balancer on it, it's it's not going to overthrow the, the dynamic balancer. Yeah, it'll be fine. Okay. Okay. And then, hey, the answer to your question as far as my truck, my electronic log is Sansera. And there's a a camera facing outward, so okay. that monitors all of that. And Sansara also has, if you pay a little more money, there you have tracking on your truck. So the ELD now, runs right to the ECM, so they can GPS where my truck is. Okay, now is that the kind of thing that would be perfectly honest, obvious to a thief, and he'd know to take that off so you wouldn't be tracking it, or is the tracker hidden someplace so he wouldn't know it was there? Hmm. Well, it's connected to the ECM under the dash. So mm-hmm. unless he knew to unplug that, yeah, I don't know. I'm thinking that the older trucks are the ones that are getting more stolen, yeah. not yeah. the newer ones. You know, the, well, the pre-ELD trucks? Uh-huh. Yep. That makes sense. And our trailer, our, our trailer also has, like, a low jack system on it somewhere. And there That's are different good. locations on different trailers. Sometimes you can see it plain as day, and other times, yeah. Because the company that I rent my trailers from, they know where I'm at within probably 10 feet or so. Yeah. Well, that's why I say the big fleets are doing that, but I didn't know if the owner-operators, like if you own your own trailer, did you put a tracker on that so that if it disappeared, you know? Yep. I certainly would if I owned the trailer. I own my truck, but I I don't own the trailers. I rent those out. Right, right. Okay, cool. Glad to hear it. Yep. All, All right. right, I'll be having some five guys later. <laughs> All go. right, good idea. Hey, guys, have a great day. Thanks. You too. You too. All right. Okay, oh, he's gone. All right, we got a few more calls here. You got any notes? <laughs> Not me. I don't know nothing. No notes. All right, let's continue on here to, uh, I'm, I'm not sure, but maybe Jacqueline. Hello. Hey, how you doing? How are so, you doing? Uh, <laughs> I've got I got an MD alignment done about forty thousand miles ago. 
the shop that did it told me that I had uh, bushing issues on my rear end. Mm-hmm. Wasn't able to do anything about it at the moment. I was I was under load and I had to get I had to get back on the road. You know, um, mm-hmm. the issue I have. Well, they said that the, you know that they'd adjust it and then it would track left and then they'd adjust it and it track right and every time they adjusted it, it would just go the same amount the other direction and they could never get it quite straight. Uh, mm-hmm. But the biggest issue, well. So I still haven't done anything with the bushings. I haven't noticed any issues with tire wear. I, I put brand new steer tires on it because the outer shoulders were, they were wearing out so rapidly. Uh, you know, the regular, the, I'd say 90% of the tire tread was perfect on the steer tires. I had a little bit of feathering, but the shoulders, they, they had flat spots. And like you could see the inner portion of rubber you should never see on a tire. And you could see that the belts were getting ready to come through. So they told me, go ahead, get new tires, and then come over, get the alignment. So I got new tires, went over, got the alignment. And like I said, they, they said that they couldn't, they couldn't get it dialed in just right. And uh, other than that, the, the truck feels a little looser. But again, zero tire wear, steer tires, Good. drive tires anywhere. And... Good. But my problem is, is my steering wheel, I don't know how many degrees. I'd say if you were looking at it and it's a clock, when I'm going straight down the road, it's sitting at about 1130, 11 o'clock. Okay. And right. I don't know how to get the wheel. Well, let's, let's not, I need to back up a, a few steps. What, what truck are we talking about? What year, what make, what model? And what are the steer tires? What size and model steer tires were those that were wearing out on the edges? So let's start there. Your make model. So it's a uh, 2016 International Lone Star, um, okay. 22.5. It had Firestones on it. Uh, I put Yokohamas on there. And, um, and so that's it, the I only had so many options. Uh, yes, sir. Okay. All right, and and they were where the the previous set wore out on the outside edge of both on the outside and inside edge of both tires, or just the outside, or just the inside? Just the outside. I've spoken okay. to I believe you on the phone a few years ago. I was a mechanic for a fleet, mm-hmm. and we were having issues. They were running sandboxes with these trucks down lease roads, and they were going through tires like they were just candy, man, and. Mm-hmm. The big thing that you stressed was, one, make sure your wheels are not out of round, and two, make sure that you had 120 PSI in the tires. So right. I'm a Nazi about 120 PSI on my tires. Um, right. I put a dial indicator on my wheels, make sure that they were good, because first, I just I bought the truck used. I've not had the truck a real long time. And when I bought it, they seemed fine, and then all of a sudden I noticed vibration, and then I noticed I had flat spots on the outer edge all the way around on both sides. It wasn't even where even on the outside edge. It was a flat spot here and a flat spot here and a flat spot there. So I kind of, on the outer edge where I was thinking, okay, that's alignment. And then the flat spots maybe were out around or, well, they're Firestones. So, uh, Now, do you you still, at 40,000 miles on these new tires, do you still get a vibration at all or is that gone? Negative. As soon as I got the new tires on here and, and, as soon as I got the truck, I put a set of Centromatics on it. And so I've got them all on all six points. Okay. And um, so it rides 
I, I'm going down a little lease road through a solar farm right now. That's why I sound so rough. <laughs> when I'm on the when I'm on the interstate, it's it's like silk, man. This thing rides like a freaking Cadillac. It's beautiful. Um, okay, well, let's go back to the problem you called about, and let's forget about all that past stuff because it sounds like all that got cured. The change of the position of the steering wheel can happen when they're adjusting the drive axles because the steering wheel wants to follow the front drive axle. And if the front drive axle is off far enough, then the steering wheel is going to turn to compensate, and now it's off a half an hour, right? Okay. Okay. The only but if it was off, wouldn't I have cupping on my drive tires? No. 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 The drive okay. tires do the pushing. They don't get pushed. Right. So okay. the final part of an alignment back in the 80s and the early 90s was we would get the lower end of the truck fixed, and then we would adjust the drag length from the steering gearbox to the axle. They were adjustable, and we would center the steering gearbox and the steering wheel. But the adjustable drag lengths are gone now. So then the next yeah. choice was on the input shaft on the steering gearbox where the lock bolt is, you used to be able to take the bolt out, pull the steering column off, turn it to where you wanted so the steering wheel was straight, set it back on, and put the bolt back in. But mm -hmm. most of the steering gearboxes today are only notched in one spot for the bolt. Right. So you can't center the steering wheel. So but the you final can option in the cab. In the cab is your only choice now, and that means you've got to pull the steering wheel, turn it, and put it on. And some of those are keyed so they'll only go in in one spot. Right, and even if they will go to in, in another spot, they're not very fine-toothed, so you have only... Yeah, and that, that was my concern. If I was to do that, it would end up even further off in the other direction. Could be. Exactly. Now, the, now the, here's the fourth problem. You haven't got the rear end rebushed yet. When you rebush no. the rear end and you realign the vehicle, it may end up with the steering wheel in a whole other position. Okay. So, got to wait so even though I'm not out. seeing any abnormal tire wear on the rear tires or anything, well, still go with tires, new bushings. The rear tires yep. do the pushing. They're trying to get that dialed in so that the steer tires will wear properly. And if yeah. they're worn, they're only going to get worse. So I well, wouldn't look at it at 40,000 miles and say, well, I guess everything's okay. It's only going to get worse. Soon you're going to start seeing the wear. Okay. All right, so okay. uh, my advice is get the rear end rebushed. It's at about a million miles now already, right? May as well just get it rebushed uh, and, and have it for another million miles, and everything will be fine. Okay. And uh, for those, I was thinking about the Mancor um, urethane bushings. Do you have any feedback on those, whether they're any good or not? Not Mancor. I've heard, I've heard a lot about outro, but not Mancor. Um, no, not Mancor. Ancor, I believe. Ancor. Uh, Again, that's another I'm one. I'm pretty sure about. that's what it's called. <laughs> I'll, I'll have to double check. But I, no. they're, they're blue urethane, and they seem to be pretty stout. But I think that's Atro. Atro. Yes, that's it. <laughs> yeah, they're good. Yeah, they're a good. They're, okay. they're a great brand. Go ahead, get it. Okay. So I need to get them in, get it back to the alignment shop. Yes. And tweak it. Yep. And okay. then after that's all done, you can take a look at the steering wheel and decide if it's, I mean, likely if it's aligned properly, it's the steering wheel should be centered just the way it was when it was new. So it okay. should not be a problem. It's probably off right, because me, the alignment's off. Let me make another comment here. 
Yep. If the truck is handling good and mm-hmm. the tires are wearing good, I wouldn't be in a big hurry to do anything. And that's why I've not been. And, and the truck, yeah, it's handling okay. It's not near as stable as it was before the alignment. Before the alignment, I could let go of the, mi- of the wheel for a mile, and yeah. I'm good, you know. But yeah, now but it's, it's i got to keep a good grip on it. Yeah, but it was grinding the steer tires to make it that stable. Yeah, you were trading yeah. tire lines okay. handling. This is true. Okay. Yeah, it just it feels a little looser. I, I listened to the, the caller before, and you were saying, you know, about two seconds before it starts to wander off to the, the white line. I'm about mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can really get that done. Maybe we're splitting is hairs. Always, is it always to the right or is sometimes left and sometimes right? Always right. Always it, right. It, it, I have to hold a leftward pressure on it. Okay, then you do need the bushings. I've got a very polished edge on my steering wheel there where I hold on to it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. If you, yeah, get, if get, you, it, get it fixed up. You'll be happy. If you take okay. a bungee strap and wrap yeah. the bungee strap around the side, <laughs> the close to the wheel. hook it to my pant leg. <laughs> yeah, that'll do it. <laughs> All right. Yeah, that'll work. Uh, One other thing I want to touch on that might give somebody a good idea. I don't know. Uh, You were talking to that fellow about the uh, CTIS, or not CTIS, but uh, the tire inflation or monitoring system, uh, TPMS. Um, So I'm actually, I haven't gotten one yet, but I'm going to. My plan is I've got the automatic inflation to the uh, tires on my trailer. Mm-hmm. So as long as I got 120 on the gauge, I should have 120 in the, in the trailer tires. But for the rest of the tires, yeah, I, I want to use that for it. But what I'm going to do is make sure I've got extra channels. I'll use the trailer channels and put one sensor on the uh, drive axle bags and another sensor on the trailer axle bags and then find the correlation with pressure. And now you have uh, tire inflation and or tire pressure and you know how much you're scaling per axle mm-hmm. uh, except for your steer of course yeah you're making and, an air scale yeah so mm-hmm. that's what i'm going to be doing on here and uh i, I run flat or step deck so that yeah. helps me a lot cool so. good ideas excellent. excellent i appreciate y'all's time um you bet you buddy i'm, I'm going to get loaded now but yeah, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll get all that done, and I'll, I'll call back next time and let you know how it is then. All righty. You drive safe out there. All right. Yes, sir. Bye. 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 All right. Another great call. Great call. Um, we got a lot on the line. we got a lot on the line. Uh, so we're going to go ahead and tear through these because we only got a few minutes now. So let's start with uh, this one. This is uh, looks like Harold from Fresno. Gentlemen, how you doing? We're doing all right. What's going on? You're healing up okay, huh, Mike? Oh yeah, good. <laughs> Not good to make a, make mistakes at our age. You and Bruce and I are all in the same same age range. But I got a question for you guys. There's a device that I've seen recently out here that goes on the drive tires to inflate the drive tires. It sits out on the end of the axle. And yeah. it works by I guess by centrifugal force. It pumps air into the tires while you're going down the road. Have you heard anything about that or seen it? Yeah, the, the original is called a Halo. Michelin's been promoting this one. 
I don't believe from my experience and the feedback I've gotten that they are dependable enough that you can put it on and use it unless you put a tire pressure monitoring system in line with it so that you know it's actually putting the air in that you're supposed to be getting. Right. No. Okay. All right. I, I personally prefer, generally prefer a TPMS over it anyway, because you may have a puncture that this is covering for and never know that it happened. And you're, you're damaging your tire while you're driving because you're, 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 you're you have a damage, you have a puncture and all you're doing is feeding it air instead of uh, fixing it. Right. So the, tire pressure monitor system you can get them to go in line there on the truck yes. and on the trailer because i've got the the trailer inflation system and i've had that since 07 i've had pretty good luck with it one time on this new one i i had a glitch in in it and it wasn't putting pressure in there it was letting air out so i messed right. with it a little bit turned it on and off and it's been working good but i ruined one tire doing that process but i've got about yeah, half of them there are TPMS systems, like one from Continental, that mounts inside the tire under the tread. This is what I think is the Cadillac system out there currently. And it doesn't care if you have an automatic inflation system on there. It reads the pressure that's in the tire at the time and the temperature in the tire. Okay? Right. There are also options of TPMS systems that screw onto the valve stem, and they have an inlet on the top of it that you can put the automatic inflation system on it so the air is flowing through the TPMS system into the tire. Right. Okay. Yeah, I would probably do that rather than the other one just because you'd yeah. have to dismount everything to get it in there. and Right. That'd be a yep. lot of labor at today's inflated prices. Yep. Yes. 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 But and since I... <laughs> what, what's that? It turns out air's free, but we are paying a lot for it. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. Well, I've, I've got about 80,000 miles on here since I put the angle iron on this car carrier trailer, and I've got a, I have, I put six new tires on here, and I took two off of the outside because I was getting some inside wear, odd wear, before I put the angle iron on there. But I've got two on here now, that one that has about 210 on it, and one has about 200,000, and they're wearing perfectly smooth so i'll see how the angle iron works on this finally i've got well, uh, tires on there that i can measure but okay well i was curious about those i, I had seen them around a little bit and i was just wondered what your opinion was so i appreciate that not a problem buddy you have a good day thank all you right. gentlemen you as well take care Bye. all right all right uh we got still more this one here is uh an iowan uh so you'll know who you are from maybe keokuk Actually, Fort Madison, Iowa. Fort, oh, hey, I know who this is. <laughs> <laughs> I called to uh, get my tongue lashing for Mike about the dogs. <laughs> stupid dogs. <laughs> stupid, stupid dogs. They're um, both in my backyard right now fighting and growling and chasing each other. Yes, they are. Are they? Oh, that's good. At least they got Grandpa taking care of them, and they're in there tearing up Kevin's socks and shoes. Right. That's it. <laughs> And yep, it's a beautiful yep. 60 degrees out, and they're, they're having a great time. So, yep, I'm, I'm outside today, too, so it's all good in Iowa, isn't it? Yes. Yep. Well, much be, better than last week. Yes. I can't blame the um, dog for what happened. That was my own stupidity that caused me to slip and fall. I just happened to be walking the dog when I did it. <laughs> well, 
I got a funny story back when I was in my college years of one of my friends was late uh, getting up and I was trying to pick him up and he ran out the front door and he did a, oh, it's one of those falls you see like in the old, old days, you know, where the guy slips up, his legs go up in the air and he lands square on his back. Well, yep. what he slept in was dog crap. So uh, <laughs> at least yours was that while walking the dog, not running out the door to try to get to college on time. There you go. <laughs> oh. um, All right. I got a customer of mine, uh, 2004 International. I did an alignment on it myself. Oh, middle of last year. He just threw a new set of steer tires on not too long ago. And now he is complaining that just Every once in a blue moon, he gets a shutter in his, in a steering wheel. And it kind of goes and goes away, then it, it'll randomly come back. He said speed doesn't really make any of a difference, but he does say that it is worse when he is empty than when he is loaded. I did make sure it wasn't in the seat and feet, but he was adamant that it was only in the steering wheel. Hmm. Hmm. How old is Trevor? Say Elmer Dime. Oh four. Oh four. Yep. Oh four International. Yeah, twenty years old, two million miles, barely Probably. held together with killing wire and string. <laughs> it's a it's a fairly taken care of truck. I'm not going to say you know oh. it's going to be sitting on a showroom floor as a prime example <laughs> of how to take care of a truck. But overall, right. I think it's a decent enough truck. But right. it, well, the fact that I, I, I suspect just sitting over here in the corner, because it has about 2 million miles on it, it's going to be a steering pump and steering gearbox. But Well, he, he did mention that the steering shaft itself is one of the cheaper ones they made. It's just uh, square tubing, you know, and it wow. doesn't really have very much, doesn't have a graceful joint for the slip shaft. He thought that might have a little bit of play in it, but I I wasn't sure if that would cause it just to randomly start shaking or not. Mm. Well, anytime you lose control between the wheel and the steering gear and the steering wheel, you have an opportunity for an oscillation to build up and start to shake. So if the okay. steering gearbox has got lash in it that's not adjusted properly, if the universal joints have a problem, if the slip has a problem. Any of those can contribute to an intermittent problem like you're describing. Okay. Yeah. I'll bring that to his attention. He did mention he was in the process of trying to source a new steering shaft, one that's actually meant for that truck, not just a universal one like that's on it. And, he he might know, think about sourcing I, a new truck. <laughs> oh, come on. 2004, <laughs> that's not that old. <laughs> it's kind of old. It's, uh, it's almost yeah. an antique. Well, and I think 20 years ago, I think 1980, not 2000. Right. I yeah. know, so do I. Yeah. But we got we gotta we gotta meet these new challenges of beating That's up right. two thousand trucks. Yes. Yep. Mike Mike, are you gonna get yourself a wheelchair and come down to the truck show this year? No. no. Kevin's going to the truck show. I have to go to San Antonio and do seminars for Continental Tire. Ah, cool. Yep. We're pulled in opposite usually there are different weeks, but this year it's the same week. Mike gets out of uh, the Mid America Truck Show, but he has to go to San Antonio. Okay, and and the week I guess half run in San Antonio. Yeah, yeah. The week before, the doctor thinks that I'll be released from medical care and I should be on my own and no crutches or anything. Yeah, as long well, as I hear rumors, if I hear, rumors, if I hear you, 
That's the thing. Do you actually listen to your doctors? <laughs> you go, you go there. They tell you you're healthy as a horse, and they say, "Well, I should have went to a vet. They're cheaper." Yeah. The problem, the problem is that my wife listens to the doctor and makes me obey. Right. Yeah. That's. Yeah. <laughs> well, I just wanted to call and apologize for the the, the dogs, and uh, also wanted to name drop a little bit. As Kevin knows, we did. Uh, he did. Uh, shelter that i am affiliated with and we're in the process of building a new one and uh it's kind of hoping any of the listeners you know if they ever look on facebook or anywhere and and look up paul animal shelter out of fort madison you know we're doing a capital campaign right now and we would love to have uh we're in the process of building that new building and you know what we'd like to make everybody else's uh, life as miserable as mike's has been since he's got the dog (laughs) so and that's that's a no-kill shelter right Right. It is a no-kill shelter, yep. So we've actually had dogs come in that live their entire lives there. Like, they, they have medical reasons, you know. Obviously, if they were that bad off, nobody is going to adopt them because it would be cost prohibitive. So, yeah, they, they live with us, you know. We do not uh, euthanize for any reason other than, you know, if they are, you know, if something just comes in, say, got hit by a car and it's not going to make it, you know, something like that. But right. other than that, yeah. Animals can live their entire lives through us, and we are a 501c3 nonprofit. We are not uh, covered by the government. We, you know, so. Yeah. Pause. P-A-W-S. Like the thing that the P-A-W. P-A-W. Singular. Okay. Paw. Yep. Paw, Fort Madison, Iowa. If they look it up, and we're actually starting a capital campaign to finish the new building. And about every day, we have 200 dogs in our care, so this new shelter is going to give them a little space to be away from one another, so not all piled on top of one another. So, cool beans, buddy. If if anybody uh, wants to assist, we would take any kind of donations we can. All right. We'll keep that in mind. If we thank you for your work, buddy. All right. See you, guys. Thank you. Yep. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. That was Brad Walker with uh, Walker Alignment. I think he calls it Walker Alignment still. Um, I didn't ask him, but, uh, yeah, he also there works there at the, uh, animal shelter in Fort Madison, which is right there on the Mississippi river, uh, really nice area uh, with a nice big state prison in it. Um, okay. We've got two more here. One from St. Cloud, uh, B, the name is B Willenberg. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I like that has a spot on it on the main curve. The outside edge of the left steer tire, just one spot that's starting to come. Okay. Uh, and what make and model of truck do you have? 97 Peterbilt 379. And what brand of tire? 97. Ah, uh, Firestone. Okay. All right. And what are you using for balance? Last speed. Last speed, exactly. Last speed. Okay, that's good. All right. So I'm not worried about balance. But it is a 97. Uh, When's the last time you tightened the bearings? A year and a half ago, uh, two years ago. Okay. Jack took it to see if they're loose. I do know how, and that's kind of what I figured the problem was, but I wanted to verify. Uh, Well, that's the the funny thing about just a single spot in a 360-degree rotation that's got just one little... Uh, 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 worn spot. You could draw a line from that worn spot right down to the hub, and the problem could be either the tire or the wheel or the brake drum or the hub or the race or the bearing. 
one of these things is the problem. You only got uh, what's that? Six possibilities, and you know, it, it, so you're going to want to investigate them all because that what's this? Almost uh, over 25 years old. All of them could have failed. Okay, but looking at probabilities now, not possibilities. Right. In probabilities, the first thing I look at is balance. We've handled that. Right. The second par- probability we look at is the tire mounted straight on the rim. And there's a little mold mark on the rubber right next to the rim that you can follow along. And if it gets closer to the rim, it's not mounted right. So if it's closer to the rim right where the cup is, then the tire's not mounted correctly. Okay? So yeah. that's two possibilities. The third possibility is a loose wheel bearing. In my line of judgment of those six items, those are the first three I worry about, balance, mount, and bearing. Right. And you'll, you'll want to rotate that, that worn spot down to the footprint and check the bearing there also. In other words, check it away from there and check it there and see if the, it was tight in one position but loose in the other. That would tell you yeah. that your race is actually the problem. Right. The hubs are, I put them on brand new, all at 21. 21. Mm-hmm. So that's only three years old. Mm-hmm. The hubs are new. That's good. So, you've, 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 as I say, you've, you've had a number of things to try to get sorted through. Well, we're hoping that it's, only, it's the cheapest of the options, and that would be tightening the berry. Okay. Um, with that, since the cone is still in there, when I put them on, they wanted me to torque them to 300 foot pounds. Is that what mm. you recommend yet? Because that cone is yes. still in there? Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Since it's still there. And it's under 300,000 miles. But you still rotate it and check it in three or four spots when you're shaking the bearing to make sure it's tight all the way around. Right. Okay? Yes, sir. All righty. Good luck to you. Thank you. Yep. All right. We've got Another interesting call. That's a two, uh, we got some questions about old old trucks this week. It's, um, we do. do we do we we have antique people and antique trucks? We got one more call on the line. This one's from Nebraska, so a lot of upper Midwest calls today. Hello, hello, hello. Randy. <laughs> yeah, say guys, uh, I called you a couple weeks ago and and asked you about putting an air ride front axle on my truck. Okay. Uh-huh. And you told me to change the shims on the front of my truck. Right. I was going to take the Detroit out and put the air ride in, and I did what you exactly what Mike told me to do. And I got to take them out and chrome them now because they are just <laughs> that was the ticket. <laughs> <laughs> Add some chrome, huh? All right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Now, okay. Now wait a minute. Wait a minute. How much were you going to pay? To put the air, air right underneath that truck. <laughs> you don't want to know. <laughs> I want you to send me a check for half of that amount. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, it, it would probably probably be worth it, but but now I got a question. It it tilted my steering wheel like an eighth of the eighth of a turn to the yes. to the left. Now, do I need to yes. go get it aligned? No, no. By changing the caster, you change the angle of the steering arm on top of the axle toward the toward the uh, steering gear box, which changed the position of your steering wheel. It didn't okay. change the alignment at all. All right. Okay. You, and that- you probably can't correct it, but if you can pull the steering wheel, you can see if moving it one tooth will do that. If it won't, okay. don't forget it. 
Okay, okay, just just live with it. Uh, that's that's all right. So then, uh, I was wondering, is this like the deal on all trucks? I've got guys with Kenworths that I've been telling about this, and they just they want to know, is it is that a thing? Yeah, get it down it's to two thing. degrees on all. Yes, absolutely. Okay, especially road tractors. There's no reason they needed to be that high in caster. Right, uh, right. Oh, it's I mean, it's a complete different truck. I mean, it, you you guys, I uh, that's why I, I I had to give you feedback because it, it it I did exactly what you said. Uh, the kid that I got the one degree, oh you can't do that. It'll put it in negative caster. Well, I <laughs> I went back and listened to the podcast that might and they no if you take them clear out that's three degrees and then if you put a one degree it brings you to two and I I'm gonna do what he said and I did and it's great. That's cool. Okay. That's cool. And, and I'm glad. I, I, and so you changed it from what five degrees to two degrees? Yes, it is. It was it, I, almost five and a half, and it it changed it to two. I measured so it. How you told me with my my damn smartphone, and there you and go. I measured it, and and it was exactly everything was like you said. I even talked to a. The salesman that I I told the salesman that because I hated this track and he I I was gonna get rid of it and he he says he knew that I said yeah it's it's exactly the way he told me it'd be and, and he couldn't believe that you guys would know all that it was well here's, it was just, here's a here's a note it's a historical note on on the topic back in the days of manual steered vehicles. The, the steer axle only had a half a degree of caster. Now our fathers and grandfathers were rough sons of bitches and all that, but they rode in trucks with basically a couple springs on the bottom of their seat, might... attaching it to the floor. That's, they, were, they were really, really rough seats themselves, but because of that, just a half a degree of caster, the ride wasn't nearly so rough as you're making it by increasing the caster, as you can see. Okay. So yeah, you have to yeah, add, it, yeah, you add airbags to the cab. You add airbags to the seat. You do all these things to soften the blow that you're adding by increasing caster. If you just okay. reduce the caster and make everything smoother, well, you, you'd have a much better ride. You're right, also going to find better tire life. Yes. Okay, okay. I The first set ran me, I had about 120 on them, but but and I didn't feel that was real bad. I, you know, run a lot of rough roads, so. And Paul Green if trailer. So. Else is, if everything else is equal, if the alignment hasn't changed, if everything else is the same, and you just reduce the caster thirty degree three degrees, I expect you to get thirty percent more tire life. Yeah. Oh, uh, that's him. Yeah, that's worth the other three thousand dollars, I guess. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Checks in the mail. Yeah. I, I, yeah, yeah, that's right. Well, well, thank you guys. I appreciate your time. All right. You're welcome, buddy. You have a good day. Yep. Bye. All right. Winner, winner. All right. All right. So that was the uh, last caller, and that puts us at the end of our hour. And uh, we had a really great show, and I've got some more things to talk about. Uh, and consider for our um, our our guide that I need to make, and uh, we've got uh, new topics for people to call us about. What are they doing with their technology and the trucks? And we're going to have a really great week next week. And look forward to talking to everybody then.
Anything to add, Mike? Uh, nope. That's it. <laughs> Nothing. All right. Thank you, everybody. Bye.